Hey, welcome to Devotionables, brief devotions for busy people. My name is Derek Riley, and I'm a BFG teacher here at 9th and O. We're in the middle of a series looking at Revelation 2 and 3, the seven letters that John was instructed to write to the seven churches in Asia Minor. And today, returning to the letter to the church in Pergamum. The church in Pergamum found itself in a difficult place during a really difficult period for the church. According to at least one ancient writer, Pergamum was the most important Roman city in its entire province. It was a Roman stronghold in Asia, and it was one of the early centers for the cult of emperor worship. We know that there's been at least one period of intense persecution in Pergamum because of it, and we know there's definitely more to come. In addition to that, it was a city with multiple large temples to Greco-Roman gods and other religious cults. Pergamum was a hard city for the church to exist in, and we can see that even in this letter. So, reading from Revelation 2, starting in verse 12. And to the angel of the church in Pergamum write, The words of him who has the sharp two-edged sword. I know where you dwell, where Satan's throne is, yet you hold fast to my name. And you did not deny my faith, even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who is killed among you, where Satan dwells. We hear right there from the beginning how difficult of a place this is. Not just a place with different religious cults and different options for worship. From the very beginning, Jesus tells us that this city is where the enemy, Satan's throne, is. It's where he lives. It's the home base for satanic opposition. And that opposition doesn't come without cost. We also hear that there is a time of persecution when the church in Pergamum was tempted to deny faith in Christ. Antipas, a faithful believer, was martyred even for his faith. But in the face of that opposition, the church at Pergamum held fast. Even under persecution, they remained faithful to their Lord. They're commended for that, but that commendation comes with an asterisk next to it, as we'll see as we start reading in verse 14. But I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel, so that they might eat food sacrificed to idols and practice sexual immorality. So also you have some who hold to the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Therefore repent. If not, I will come to you soon and war against them with the sword of my mouth. Through this letter, the Lord is bringing a charge against the church at Pergamum. They endured a period of persecution and the death of Antipas, but persecution isn't the only danger that faces the church. John writes these words of Jesus, saying that some of the Christians in Pergamum have fallen prey to false teaching. And to describe exactly what that looks like, he invokes the Old Testament character Balaam. Balaam was the pagan prophet for hire introduced in Numbers 22. He was an enemy of the people of God who was brought to deceive them and lead them astray in between Sinai and entering the promised land. We see in Numbers 31 that Balaam even instructed other people in how to tempt the Israelites away from following God. The Lord protected his people, though. He turned the words of Balaam against Balak, and he spoke a blessing to God's people instead of a curse. The same kind of situation has risen up in Pergamum. There are false teachers who are tempting the members of the church away from believing the truth. 
and they're tempting them into sexual immorality, idolatry, and all kinds of sin. John even writes that some of them hold the teaching of the Nicolaitans. The Nicolaitans were the same group that we heard of back in the letter to Ephesus, but the Ephesians hated their teaching. What the Ephesian church was commended for rejecting, some at the church in Pergamum have fallen prey to. And if they do not repent, Jesus himself will come against them with the sword. But just like the story of Balaam didn't end hopelessly in the book of Numbers, we don't end here without any hope. Verse 17. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will give him a white stone with a new name written on the stone that no one except the one who receives it knows. To the one who conquers, to the one who accepts the truth, rejects false teaching around them, and turns away from their sexual immorality that was tempting and leading them astray, God will give them hidden manna. Just like God provided food for the Israelites in the desert, he will give good blessings to his people who remain faithful. He will feed them with the hidden manna, and he will give them a white stone with a new name. A white stone that symbolizes their innocence and a new name in Christ. Churches have found themselves in all kinds of circumstances over the centuries. Some, like Ephesus, are holding fast in the face of falsehood. Very few would be like Smyrna, who don't have any shortcomings charged against them. But many will find themselves like Pergamum. Churches live and work in difficult places, places with real threats of persecution, places where temptation and false teaching are thriving, trying to lead the people of God away from the truth. But this letter should be an encouragement to everyone living in a church in the middle of a difficult world. Hard times are not new for the church. Temptations for God's people are nothing new. They existed back in John's day in Pergamum, and they go all the way back to Israel wandering in the desert. But God was faithful to his people in Balaam's day. He was faithful to the church in Pergamum in John's day, and he is faithful to us today. So we must remain in him, holding fast to the truth, fleeing from immorality and every kind of teaching that seeks to pull us away from Christ. And for those who persevere, even in the midst of a spiritual desert of opposition, He will feed his people with the hidden manna, and he will give us a white stone with a new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches.